What's up, y'all? Welcome, guys. What's up? Episode two of the Lords of Consciousness podcast. Well, episode 2.2. 2.2. We, uh... <laughs> We just shot a long version of this second episode, and we weren't even plugged in. <laughs> Technological errors. How many people have done podcasts who who could commiserate with that? You know, just, probably tons. It happens when you're doing podcast on the go. On the go, Chase and I. Um, this is Clint, by the way, and that's Chase, the other voice. And we we uh, embarked on a three day journey. I guess it's gonna be four days. Four day journey of just hopping in the car. We drove up to the mountains and we didn't even know where we were going. We just knew we had a general idea of where we wanted to check out, and we've just been finding places and going here. Let's camp here. Let's camp here. So yeah, it's been a uh, it's been pretty fun. I mean, we kind of we kind of missed that first night. What do you mean? Oh, that place was kind of weird. Well, yeah, yeah, but hey, you know, you can't, you can't always hit a home run. We had a monster chasing us around the forest, what turned out to be fucking mice, but... <laughs> Paranoia, man. Paranoia strikes deep in the middle of the woods, that's for sure. Yeah, we, you know, it's funny, because there's always, there's a part of the human psyche that whenever you go to some new fit place, like a physically new place, you're always like a little edgy, you know what I mean? You're trying to like... Okay, I just got to make sure my surroundings are safe. Like, we all kind of do that check down, you know what I mean? Whenever, anytime we go into a new place. So, you go out camping, for example, and if it's a camp spot you've been to, you feel a little more relaxed. Oh, you know absolutely, I mean? yeah. But when it's a new place, you're kind of like on edge and everything. Yeah. Any noise you hear is like, what the hell is that? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? yeah, I know, man. <laughs> freaking mind, though. It's crazy what your mind does to you, like, plays tricks on you, and you're like, that's like a 400-pound black bear right there. You yeah, I mean? it, it literally every noise, every noise is some sort of predator that's yeah. out, out to kill you. Uh. Or some, you know, some scene out of Deliverance or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're worried about one of those two, like fucking oh, yeah. hillbilly guys coming to, you know, you know butt fuck you or... or... <laughs> A black bear is ready to fucking eat you. It's like every noise, man. They, they, you just painted a beautiful picture. Right there, <laughs> Meanwhile, we finally caught it, and it was this little tiny white, white like rodent thing jumping from the trees, and that's all. It, that's all it was. Those little assholes, what he was. <laughs> Swear he's fucking with me on purpose, but oh uh, yeah, yeah. But we've had some good times in the last couple of days out here, in nature, out here in nature, nature. Yeah, we uh, uh, we spent a beautiful day and night in the White Mountains of Arizona yesterday, and holy shit! Yeah, well, it was really magical. We we were sitting there, you know, we had this most epic campsites out in the, this meadow, very big meadow, but surrounded by dense pine trees and aspen trees because we're way up. I mean, I think we're over seventy five hundred feet, something like that. I mean, there's aspens growing, so it's like high alpine kind of terrain. And, you know, we had the clear skies. It was like a brisk night, but it was... It was very brisk, man. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? My British motherfucker. <laughs> My balls turned into BBs, bro. <laughs> it's cold. Okay, it was cold. It was cold. But, you know, there's kind of like a... There's a refreshingness to that mountain air, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's and we were well, kind of sitting there just describing all the 
all the elements that were around us. It was so perfect. It was beautiful too. And, and, uh, well, there's something to like, we had to go out and get our own wood, of course. And we we're sitting there with the ax chopping it. And it's just, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's just unreal. so manly, right? Yeah. <laughs> there is something about it. And any guy listening to this right now, can attest to this probably that there's something just so fucking awesome about splitting a log with an axe in one shot. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> the one shot split, man. <laughs> Feels good, dude. Oh yeah. There's something very primal about that. You yeah. Know? Primal. I mean, trust me, every little boy that sees that's like oh, cool. You know? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Girls probably don't give a shit, but for us, man, it's it it, it goes into our, our it goes into something deep. It's, it's pretty funny. That's awesome. But yeah, that we, so last night we had the, if you can imagine, this beautiful meadow. With this, we had the most perfect fire. I don't know exactly how to explain it. Sometimes you go and you have like a fire that just smokes the whole damn time, you know, or, or one you just can't, it's have, it has trouble catching, or it's a bonfire, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this one was one of those like not too smoky and it's the smoke just went right out because there was no wind. And... uh it was just, you know, we had the, all the stars out there. You can see literally everything. It's You can see the Milky Way, the dusty Milky Way. We even, uh, we even caught a few satellites. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was amazing, dude. Yeah, we set on our we set on our calendar that uh, yesterday at seven o'clock the Chinese uh, the space Chinese station. space station yeah. was going to fly through um, uh, Ryan's Bell, and so I put it on my calendar because we take an astronomy class every Tuesday night. And so, anyway, the teacher is telling us about this. The professor, excuse me. And uh, so we got it, man. We saw it. It was awesome. I mean, it's just a little dot, but it's, like, amazing to think, holy shit, man, I am witnessing a piece of, like, like amazing machinery from man-made stuff flying in outer space. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 200 miles above us. 200 miles above. At 17,000 miles an hour. Yeah, dude, it was cool. It was cool. Anyway, we're kind of a bunch of... We're totally geeking out right now. <laughs> Guys, I don't care. It was fucking cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, today we went to uh, Meteor Crater. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> it was very interesting. Yeah, the the, the 50,000 years ago, this rock the size of a house, you know, just lands here in northern Arizona and creates a, a crater like three quarters of a mile wide intense man dude very intense <laughs> a fucking house comes in and hits the earth and creates that are you kidding me oh yeah that is that is the like like you can't even wrap your head around that that, that thing it was traveling that fast to make that kind of impact is just unreal yeah and the and part of the museum in there it's like a museum of kind of comet and asteroid hits, you know, craters all around the solar system, not just Earth, right? And it, it basically the general theme of the museum was, guess what? It's a, you know, these kind of craters are very common. Like most celestial bodies get hit with shit. And sometimes it's really big shit, you know what I mean? And just like 65 million years ago, when when that when what scientists believe is that that big one that hit the Yucatan Peninsula, and was the game you know that was the game ender you know all the dinosaurs hasta luego bye 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 
<laughs> it's like uh, Chris Farley and David Spade on the airplane and saying goodbye to you. Bye-bye. 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 Bo- <laughs> Bottom line, though, the theme of that whole thing was fucking nature wins. Nature wins. Nature wins. Did you listen to that Larry Carlson podcast uh, on Joe Rogan? I haven't got it yet, no. Dude, you need to listen to it. And anyone out there listening, Larry Carlson was is a guy who... Uh, He's a geologist and and an archaeologist, and he he basically, I mean, holy shit! It's like one of the most interesting things you'll ever listen to. But you know, this is part of his thing: is that we we've been hit by a lot of fucking asteroids, and we're we were usually due for them every every ten thousand years. We get like a decent sized one. Every fifty thousand years, we seem to get a big motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's fascinating, man. It's fascinating that there used. To, I mean, this is where all the ancient civilization stuff comes from. That ten thousand years ago, we were hit by something, dude, and that's where all the great flood stories come from. You know, the Noah's Ark thing, as ridiculous as it sounds, it's it. Something happened during that time period, and guess what? There's like hundreds, hundreds of flood, flood stories in every culture. Not just Christianity, like all the little ones too, and and the big ones. Not just you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so it's something to think about, man. It's like, wow, man, we we, <laughs> we this whole thing could just be ended instantly. Ah, it's bizarre. Yeah. Well, that and the sun could blow up too, and very quickly. Well, that's a that's for another conversation. <laughs> Well, here's the here's the thing. Neil deGrasse Tyson says that we could stop it. We could stop it, right? But this is the crazy thing, man. Nobody gives a shit. You know yeah. what I mean? We don't invest any money into this. You know, if, when yet we have the technology to do it, and yet we choose just not to. We choose to I'm not, sit here and worry about, the, you know, killing each other here on Earth. I, I'm not worried because I know that uh, Ben Affleck and <laughs> Bruce Willis are going to save my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so I ain't worried but Elijah Wood's gonna save my ass deep impact <laughs> deep impact <laughs> that was such a fucking horrible movie dude yeah that was oh, I give that a fucking two on the IMED yeah that was remember they came out at like the same fucking time that was funny oh yeah it's like two asteroid ending the world movies like the same summer but it's like 98 the- Elijah Wood can't like compete with Ben Affleck. Who, who thought that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Anyway, well, we're getting off track. <laughs> it's okay, man. However it goes, it goes, right? Our general theme of this uh, podcast is nature, though, for sure. And, yeah, and uh, how I think more humans need to reconnect with nature. Yeah, what's going on here? No, I don't think enough people do, or they feel like they're scared or they can't. Well, I mean, this is all like this is all a a symptom of like the the sickness of the industrialization of the world, you know, where we've just lost our connection to to nature in so many ways. And it's unfortunate. I mean, I guess we've we've come we've we've come out of it with these great technologies, right? You know, it's like we almost, it's almost like we had to 
rape and pillage the earth just to get the iPhone, to get the internet to then free our minds. You know what I mean? Right. How do you know? How do you go from tribal people? You know, you go back way back. We go from tribal people who were very connected with the earth. You know, but they didn't. You know, if the problem was is. If it didn't rain that year, you're fucking screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. when you're living nomadic, it's like, oh, it didn't rain this year. Or guess what? The the buffalo herd got uh, some sort of crazy illness and we didn't eat this year. You know, it's, yeah. that kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. It's great to be one with nature, but nature's a son of a bitch. You know, she she will fuck you up, but you know, if you're if you're not careful. So let's develop technologies to help us improve our life situation. And then it just got out of hand, you know, it's like we, 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 you know, started just totally abusing it, you know, where people are shooting, shooting buffalo from trains just for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really unfortunate. Yeah. Just total loss of touch of with nature. But I think now, to be honest with you, this is my, you know, hypothesis is that we are now coming out of it and we're now going to bring back the nature side of it as a as a culture i think the young generations will bring back the nature that our primitive forefathers had but then also combine it with like the good technologies of the industrial era you know yeah we have clean technologies now we don't have to fuck up the earth we could we could actually be a nice a kind you know partner if you will with the earth no i agree i agree but I think at this point, more people need to get out in nature, though. Like, as, you know, a hobby or something to do in your free time. Take a hike, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that rude, by the way. <laughs> yes! You will, you will hey, take a hike. have a, a, a tangible benefit, a measurable benefit from being out in nature. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I don't know really anyone who disagrees with that. I mean, even if it's for a few hours. I mean, you don't have to do three-day trips like us idiots, but, <laughs> you know, spend a few hours out there, and it just, oh. like uh, last night when I was laying next to the fire, it was freezing cold and the ground's sopping wet, but I got my blanket out, and I went laid right next to the fire. <laughs> yeah, right? And oh, there was just something about that, about putting your head on the earth and just hearing the heartbeat of the planet in a sense. And it's fucking beautiful, man. Oh yeah. Oh. There's no doubt. I mean, I remember one of my first mushroom trips, just having a distinct, um, I don't know, just overwhelming connection to the fact that the earth is like a real thing. It's like a, it's a living organism it's a it has a soul in a sense it's not just i don't it's not just rock and dirt and you know some green shit growing on top of it it's not that you know what i mean yeah the animals too the animals have spirits man they, they for sure do plants do plants do man i've i've felt it before yeah where you're like dude this thing this tree is sentient in some way <laughs> Like, it, you know, when you're taking a leak under a tree and you're like, damn it, I feel like the trees are watching me. Man. I know, man. <laughs> I do. I get that a little bit. Like, yeah. fucking tree is like, dude, what the fuck, man? Why are you pissing <laughs> on me, you dick? 
I feel that sometimes. So I don't do that anymore, man. I, I won't piss by a tree. I go I find know, dude. Up, like an open area. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I get it. I get it, man. Yeah, it is. They're they are. There's something to it, and it's. I like we said, man. We somehow lost it, but you're right, man. It's such a it's such a essential thing to have balance with in your life. Oh yeah, and, and it needs it's something that needs to happen. You know, like you always say, you need to get out of the rat race of the city. Oh yeah, man. We can get so we can get so just sucked in by that. You know, but you get you get out here and it's so humbling, man. It is unbelievably humbling. What? I don't have running water. <laughs> I don't have yeah. electricity. Right. Yeah, I think you always come back having a greater appreciation for, you know what? The vast majority of people who have ever lived in human history have not had hot baths, you know what I mean? Yeah. And dude, I get them on demand right here, right now. Right. You know? Oh, most, most people, most, the vast majority of humans who have ever lived in this earth, when when the fucking star went over the horizon... There wasn't much to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, was it was dark. dark. Man. <laughs> oh, scary thought, dude. <laughs> it was just dark. Uh, you know, there was no, hey, you want to watch some TV or just, you know, even sit in the light. How about that? You have, you have candle light. <laughs> yeah, you had candles. What, you, have you ever hung out in candles, man? It's Well, it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it gets all Dracula and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all right, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I wonder if they were scared of the dark like as much or less or more or whatever. Probably less, but Yeah, it seems like they would they would uh <laughs> they would have like I don't know, had a like, better wherewithal with they, it. They they know when they hear some weird noise it's a fucking my mouse jumping around in a tree, not just some fucking werewolf trying to kill you <laughs> exactly i'm like us oh, freaking amateurs out there like what is that oh yeah <laughs> it was like annoying us well you made me think of something else actually um you ever you ever you ever think that we've totally lost like our sensations in nature uh, and, and the, what made me think of this is like i would i saw some uh, like animal tracks in the mud and I and I was thinking like, dude, th- there's like Native American uh, scouts back in the day, that, and not just Native Americans, probably all over the world, where guys could like track down people based on like the branch being broken or just it was like pe- and these kind of guys had had like a true connection with nature, like they had a sixth sense with it. You know what I mean? I I mean, I feel like mine's kind of coming back a little bit, but. It's something that, like, our forefathers had, you know, that real, the instinctual stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, the, they knew they knew exactly where the deer herds were, were were migrating every year. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just that kind of stuff. I, 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 th- I always find that so fascinating. I'd like to reconnect with that myself. Well, you can even feel it in our, like, own bodies. Like, our bodies are starting to adjust here now on day three. It's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Actually, it's like, I, I, there's a part of me that actually, like, likes being a little dirty. But I, like, I like the dirt on me. It feels, it, there's something about it. I don't know what the heck it is, but. I don't like it. Oh, okay. It's well, like, you know. Chase is a clean guy. I just, you know, like, you know, being clean. <laughs> 
day day four or five into a camping trip, and I'm just like, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. But we all can't jump into a a, a raging river like you did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We came up on this river and and the Salt River, and uh, it was it was there was some cool rapids, man. Cool rapids, like literally class two, class three, you know, <laughs> some fucking shit. And this guy goes, hey, look at that rock. I want to go stand on it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay. I know, and I couldn't help it. You get like one minute into the water, you're like, man, it's fucking cold, but God damn it, I got to get to that rock. <laughs> well, did I get there, man? Yeah, you, you made it. You made it to the rock. The rock. <laughs> yeah, man, it, 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 it's... We had this conversation yesterday, but think about water. Water is is this like you know soft, um, free flowing. You know, what is it, right? Right. But it when and it's when water is calm, it's just you know it's like it's an easy you can jump in it. You know, if I can't jump on a rock, you know what I mean. Yeah. But when water is moving, holy shit, man. It's unbelievable <laughs> how powerful it is. It's like uh, the greatest force there is. It wins all. <laughs> yeah, like in the rock, paper, scissor game, water wins. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, look at the canyons. Like, the Grand Canyon is hard rock, right? Uh-huh. Well, water water comes against rock, and rock wins. Rock diverts the water. But water says, you know... Okay, that's fine, but I'm just going to keep coming at you over yeah. and over, over and, and over, over for thousands of fucking years until I'll win. Trust me, I'll win. I'm just a persistent <laughs> motherfucker. And it fucking digs a hole in the ground the size of the oh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. It weathers away stone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Dude, it's kind of cool. It's like a cool... It's like it's such a... I mean, it's the, it's the life force, but it's... Well, what different varieties it comes in, man. A fucking Raging Rapids or a Blue Lagoon. It, it's one of those things that, like, just proves that nature wins all. Nature, I don't, I don't care. Nature's going to win every time. Yeah, I mean, we could nuclear bomb ourselves. Kill every human on Earth, right? Nuke the whole planet. Kill every, you know, all, all plants on the Earth right now. And a little weed will sprout up and all, yeah. it will start over again. Within fucking a thousand years, there will be, you know... It'd, yeah, it'd be a hundred years of nuclear winter, and then after that, it would start its process. Yeah, of, you wouldn't even know humans yeah. existed. Yeah, exactly. And then you, if you were flying in on this planet, you'd be like, this is pretty badass, check this thing out. It looks like a Garden <laughs> of Eden within a thousand years. So, yeah, it, it wins. Like, we, there's nothing... I think, uh, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson, too, he says this. It's like, you know... It's. I'm, he's not worried about the planet. The planet will be fine. We're not going to kill the planet. We'll kill us, but we won't. It's. It's not about, you know, like what's happening with what we're doing to the Earth and all that and climate change and. It's not about the 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 fate of the the planet. The planet will be fine in the long term. The planet, you know, lives, a very long ass time. It's right. it's humanity that we got to worry about. Right. We're going to just kill us. I mean, you're right. Nature wins. <laughs> Nature wins, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man, it doesn't feel good to be out here. I tell you what. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. It's very. It is. It is. It's legit, dude. And you get past the cold weather and all that stuff, and it's you know it's just 
we're out here in the middle of nowhere, you know, left up to our own devices. <laughs> that is true. That is true, man. It's uh And and well what happened? We sit there and we have the most amazing conversations about everything and it just it seriously it replugs you in. It's like, all right, this is what life's all about. Right. Not sitting at home in front of a TV or a computer screen or anything like that. Screw that. Right, right. It's about being out here with your good friends or your family or whoever and just being face-to-face with that. Yeah. That's the reality of life. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, I, I think there's obviously, you know, it is multifaceted, but, um, I, this this does bring you back to like, you know, it brings you back to st- your start. It's like the rat race will, it will you you get so lost in it. You get lost in whatever the stresses, the dramas, the, the you know, like money, for example. So many of us spend most of our time trying to accumulate money. Why? Just because that's the name of the game, right? Used to survive, but. Then we start getting into so many things that we deem, you know, I have to have DirecTV to survive. You know, it's like, no, we don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to have 2,700 square feet for my, you know, my my three-member family, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you don't. No, no you, you don't. don't. No. I mean, you, it's okay if you want it. That's cool, by the way. I'm not trying to criticize. I'm just saying, what do we really need? So the rat race just can get you so lost, man. And then when you when you come out here, money doesn't buy you shit in the wilderness. You know what I mean? No. Other than the the equipment that you need to to, to survive out here, it, but it's survival of the fitness out here. Oh yeah, not survival of the, the size of your wallet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, it's uh, I, so that's why I think it just brings you back and it makes you realize when you come back, you start realizing, you know, I don't need all that stuff. Right. Stuff. <laughs> Though that Xbox is pretty cool to have. <laughs> <laughs> right? I say that, like, there's so much shit I want. Yeah. <laughs> that big screen in my room is pretty fun. But, you know, it's like, everyone always has, like, a little wish list going. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> what's on your number, what's number one on your wish list right now? It's like... If you had, if you, when you, the next time you come across some extra spending cash, where you, where do you, where are you going? Uh, um, probably that new MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's electronics, right? Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. But again, it's all good as long as you have balance in life, right? Yeah, of course, of course, of course, yeah. So you know, it's good to enjoy the fruits of human labor and progressiveness and technology so that's fine but at the same time you gotta come out here and ground yourself and humble yourself yeah i mean this is what this is why i say like i don't want to live just tribal i don't want to you know primitive just living off the land right no thanks man to be honest with you dude forget that like, I want to embrace technology, too. <laughs> you know? Native American with an iPhone? Yes, yes. That's my motto, dude. Native American with an iPhone. Hell yeah. Seriously, man. Yeah, dude. I don't I'm... want to deny myself, like, cool shit. Yeah. Spotify Premium. Are you kidding me? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I get on demand for 10 bucks a month. I get this is Spotify, if you're listening. <laughs> We're looking for a sponsor. No, just kidding. Um, Spotify Premium. 10 bucks a month, and you get every song ever. Yeah, and it's amazing. On demand. I love it. You know, 
if you want to live, if you want to live off the land, you're gonna have to hire the like, the local mus- musician to come and play some music, like yeah. a, like like an old king like, of England or something. I gotta have my my Netflix and my HBO Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I know. This there are such cool things about about technology too so but yeah it's cool to like do that but then you gotta and then it's also cool you gotta come out and look up at the stars and kind of have an idea what you're looking at right oh yeah i mean that like that star walk app are you kidding me yeah i mean it, it it's cool to name all the characters off of your favorite tv show but you can't even come outside and tell me like what star that is or what constellation that is or where where's the planets at in the sky yeah, remember the the documentary, The Awakening of Gaia. Yeah, that and was awesome. Great one, by the way. And uh, guy David, um, oh shoot. Anyway, I'm Facebook friends with him. He's a really cool guy too. Um, anyway, he made this documentary and on there. It says, "How ironic is it that they put up like a bunch of like corporate brand names? How how ironic is it that we can all name every single one of these? You know." Even the ones that didn't have words on it, just the symbol, mm-hmm. we know we know we can name all that. And then he puts up another picture of fifty trees, and he goes, yeah, "How ironic is it that we can't even name these? You know, yeah, the different types of trees. We have no idea. No, the vast majority of us. I'm, I'm at fault. I don't know. I know. Me too. I want to learn. I do. I I really do want to learn. I know a decent amount of trees. I mean, because I was in landscaping for so many years. But... <laughs> Um, but that's, I mean, so I wouldn't, you know, I'm probably like, just because I was, ex- I've been exposed and it's been a little bit of an interest, but even me, I'm embarrassed how little I know, you know, we just started trying to name the stars and understand them. It's, I think it's, uh, I think there's something really beautiful about that. I think we should be teaching that in school, you know, Yeah. honestly, like how cool would it if my daughter, if my daughter knew the names of all the trees that were in our, you know, in her yard, even yeah, that's there's something cool about that. Well, and it's like, look, we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, man. You, you, who knows what can happen and send us into a dark age? It's a very real possibility. Yeah, and without having yeah, you're right. some kind of you know skill out in nature, you know, it's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you're right. I mean. This kind of goes back to that really awesome uh, post that Eddie Eddie had uh, posted about money, mm-hmm. you know, about getting out of money at the money system. And I think I think in so many ways, in so many ways, you know, the more you are, the more you do have those skills, right, to take care of yourself. Like people that do go off the grid, in a way, they they are. You know, I don't know if you can get all the way out of money ever. You know, hell, you need to, if, if you want to go live off the grid, you got to go buy some land, right? Right. So, you know, we're, there's kind of really no way to get out of it all the way right now anyway. But I think for all of us, we should, we should be trying to minimize it. You know, I want to get out of the money, the money game too, the, as much as I can. And how do we do that? I mean, to me, it's, it's, by eliminating materialism within yourself, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, okay, well, well, I want to get out of the money game. How about stop buying the silly shit that we just clutter our houses up with? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. seriously. Okay, well, guess what? That is That takes away power from them. 
you know the system wants you to buy shit they, they, then, yes. you, then you then the only way you can afford to buy it is to go back to you're working 50 hours a week and you know giving your entire life to the corporation right right fuck you oh. know I mean my dad says my dad his, if you ask him what's his greatest regret in, in his life it was and it was just spending so many years you know for the company you Work, know working for the man working for the man fuck the man <laughs> yeah fuck the man right <laughs> yeah for real though I get it but how do you change the system you know how do you change that you you do it yourself you know just live your life like that and one right. of them is getting coming back and having learning those survival skills learn how to grow a garden for shit sakes yeah exactly where does your food come from I would love to have a fucking garden by the way yeah, when you get a place to have it. Like a, it. like a tomato thing going, maybe some watermelons. Yeah. Just those two. You know, uh, Sunny Lindley, um, she invited me to this page. Um, Sunny is a, f- a friend on, on Lords. And uh, she sent me an invite to her page that had to, like, instead of growing grass, grow gardens, you know? Yeah, dude. It's like more, it's definitely, it's it saves water. It's, you know, you can grow your own vegetables. You can, that's what we should be doing. Or watermelons. Or watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> Sound good right now, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, shit, stop telling me something. Don't talk about stuff you can't go get. I know, we're like stuck in the middle of nowhere. At home, we live in the world of instant gratification. Twenty four seven stores. That twenty four seven Mickey's ain't open, homie. <laughs> Can't be hitting your local Walmart at uh, two in the morning. How about that? We got we just got so dire we just took off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit! Isn't that funny? Sometimes you, um, you don't realize how convenient like America is. Like the world that we live in in, in the United States. It's so convenient. Right. Even the rest of the world. You, I lived in France, as you know, and it, it, that's first world country. It's one of the richest countries in the world, and it's not nearly as convenient as it is here. I mean, you can get anything you want, anytime you want. There's always yeah. a, a way. It's you kind got, of well, yeah, crazy. You got, you got those primetime QTs and Circle Ks on every freaking corner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, not to mention just fast food galore. It's and it's cool. It is kind of cool. There's a really there's like such a positive part to it, but I think then you start realizing like, dude, sometimes we go overboard with convenience, you know? Yeah, we do. Like, do we really need uh, censored? Uh, you know, do we need really need like technologies on the on the paper towel dispensers? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I know we want to try to conserve paper, but damn, those things suck. You know? I know. Well, some of the air dryers too. <laughs> Yeah. They're cold. They're just, your your hands are cold and you just wash your hands and they're going to blow cold air on your hands? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. But I think I think definitely we you can like go overboard with convenience. Sometimes sometimes it's good to kind of yeah. I don't know, get back to the source of things. Like well, it's like it's good for you by the way. Trust me, man. I want to you know, go back and get a number one at McDonald's right now, but I can't. It like forces you to be like be like, okay, man, maybe we should have these bean and cheese burritos instead. Right, right, exactly. These homemade ones that you know were really good. 
If you guys want to know, Clint makes a really mean bean and cheese burrito. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to open up my own Mexican restaurant. <laughs> uh, you could, man. That was good. I'm thinking so, man. My first cooking opportunity, and I, I did a good job. Oh, jeez, man. What time are we at, man? I don't want to go too far. Are we turned into a pumpkin? Is oh no, cool. We still got a little time. Yeah. Sorry, we're not trying to bore you guys. I think we went a little long on our last one. We uh, want to try to keep these to like forty-five minutes. Unless you guys think more is good, please tell us tell us your feedback. If you want a four-hour podcast, just let us know. I mean, we'll go. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We could do it, right? Yeah, we, we could. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. But to continue on with the theme of the night, which is nature, it's just, I mean, what we're looking at right now, look, look up, man. That's so fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, well, what are we looking at? Why don't you, why don't you tell the listeners at home? What the, well, like, we got a great view of Orion, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I, I posted something on Facebook about all the planets. Uh-huh. Like a picture of all the planets, and, uh, um... Ryan Alexander, he's on Lords too, and he, uh, he, uh, he asked the question, you know, like, what is the point of all the planets? And, and, uh, it's kind of fascinating, you know, what, is, you know, where do they come from? And he, he wasn't sure exactly and how, what their purpose was. And, um, and a buddy of mine was, Casey was on there responding to him too. And it's fascinating to, to, to think of what the purpose of all of them are. Sometimes when you look at like how perfect, of a situation it is the earth that we have life right right like what the hell has to happen for this planet earth to be so perfectly situated from the freezing cold of outer space and the extreme heat of of a star right right we're perfectly situated you know what i mean a little too far this way we're burning up a little too far that way we're icicles (laughs) yeah dude we're just exactly in the right place. And some of those planets all play, you know, they all play a significant role, really. You know, in, in terms of, A, like setting the gravitational pull. I mean, we all, all the planets, think about it, they're harmoniously circling our sun. And they're harmoniously doing it in a way that they, they're pulling on each other just the right ways to keep those orbits, you know, like... Like Neptune feels the pull of, of Mars. Maybe it's very small, but it's it's it it does exist. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's crazy to think about. But and well, then you think of oh sorry, go ahead, man. No, no, no. But you, but you're right. Even our own moon, our own moon does so much for the planet. It controls the tides. You know, it controls you know the spin of of the Earth around its axis. It does so much for us, man. Oh yeah, it, it is. Most people don't realize. Plus, it it's protected us from so many freaking asteroid strikes. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's the that's the real purpose. Well, not the real purpose, but the real, um, uh, what do you call it? One of, like the real, um, what's the word? Advantage or whatever you want to call it for Earth is that those big gas planets, you know. All four of them, you know, Jupiter and Saturn and Uranus and Neptune, they're all circling and they're sucking up a lot of that shit that comes into our solar system, you right. know? There's a lot of stuff that comes into our solar system 
but it's got to get through those big planets first and those planets have huge gravitational pull yeah i mean we saw that thing today at the museum that jupiter pulled in in 1993 we witnessed a comet that was um Oh, shoot, what was it? Like a mile and a half long or something like that. Yeah, it was massive. Though. Huge, yeah. huge. <clears throat> and and it was kind of headed for the inner, inner solar system. Right. You know, where we were. That's a, That, that kind of thing is a game changer. I mean, that ends life kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But Jupiter sucked it in, and Jupiter's, Jupiter's gravity is so strong that it broke it up into like 22 different pieces, right? And... You realize, and this is what Neil deGrasse Tyson always says, that it's our big brother, you know, Jupiter, Jupiter saves our ass a lot, you know, from all that shit that's coming in from interstellar space, it sucks it up, you know, so that we don't get them. Oh, yeah. We still get them, but we we get a lot less than we realize, and we, we don't, it's interesting to think, you know, how all these planets are all synergistically orbiting and, and interacting. Yeah. Well, going back to the moon, by the way, the moon is slowly drifting away. Right. That, right. That's crazy. In a thousand years, the moon will be, you know. Like a couple inches or feet further or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there will be a time when the moon is just kind of gone. It's just, it's just drifting away. Yeah, but I, it's like fucking forever away. It's I know, like but still, that's crazy. <laughs> no, for us, there's a lot of stuff we don't have to worry about, but think about the future, for the future of the human race, man. They got a lot to struggle. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, it's, it's it, our species is so young, you know, in terms of, in terms of, uh, compared to other species, you know. Well, yeah, we're... the human species is so young, and so, in, in it's like that Larry Carlson uh, podcast with Rogan. That there have been like, I want to say millions of spe- extinct species. Like that's just the way it happens, you know. Mm-hmm. There is always species that are coming and going, right? And that's why when you project like too far down the road for for humanity you know and you're like where do we what does it look like in 50,000 years it's like dude we have you can't even don't even go that far you know what I mean (laughs) it's just not even comprehensible and to be honest with you who's to say we're even here I mean hell if we get a if we get a good you know couple hundred you know couple hundred thousand years that's pretty good. That's a pretty good run for a species on this on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. Shit. It was a good run too. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, shit. We we've, we've greatly altered the planet and at least in the time period we were here. Oh yeah, we went from uh breaking lava rock apart to used for cutting tools to we splitting atoms, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. Like, I holy can't shit. even I know, dude. It's jeez. The the things that did you see that Stephen Hawking movie? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't even remember what it's called now, but it is just incredible. Theory of Everything. Theory of Everything, there you go. I haven't seen it, but I know the title. Right, right. <laughs> and... <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> You're going to like it, dude. you got to listen. You should watch it. I know, it. I'm excited to watch it. <coughs> Excuse me. Smoking too much weed. Anyway, um... <laughs> Just being honest. Um, 
Um, oh, in that movie, it, you, it gives you like such a deep comprehension of what it, what the the most intelligent people in this world like do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't realize it, but when you're like Stephen Hawking is is you know is is creating the theories of black holes, you know? Mm-hmm. And in the movie, there's a scene where he's he's at Oxford, I think it is, and um, he goes in and he tells his, his professor about black holes or something. And he was known as being like, you know, wow, dude, this guy's a freaking prodigy. And <clears throat> then, and then the, the professor tells him, you know, okay, you're, you're on to something. Now go do the math, you know? Mm-hmm. There's theory, but then you have to fucking back it up. Anyway, then it goes into one of these scenes, like Interstellar, where it's like there's a fucking gigantic room um, and of chalkboards, and all it is is just fucking <laughs> oh. giant math problems. What the fuck is giant. that, by the way? What is that? Dude, I don't even understand I it. can't even comprehend it. I feel like I'm a kind of a smart guy, and I can't even comprehend that, man. No, no, that's a special group of I think they're born for this, you know. They're born to advance our species in certain right. realms. We all have our specialties. I mean, we're all. I look at it as we're all X Men in a way. I mean, maybe your X Men is fucking being able to quantify a black hole uh-huh. from thin air. No one's ever done it before, and you're going to be the first one. You, you know, that's that's, a, that's your superhero power. That's man. a pretty cool power to have, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, when you see it in the movie, and you're like, it was, it was getting pretty psychedelic for me <laughs> because I'm, I'm just sitting there just thinking. Imagine being the guy, you know. The, there's a, there's the great explorers who find unfounded lands. Imagine being the first guy, right? Wow, dude, the first guy that crossed the Pacific Ocean, right? Oh, jeez, man, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to think about. Well, imagine the guy who, who's, who's going into. <laughs> defining the universe on a on a like a mathematical level right like to do where, you understand even what a, that even means yeah. i don't even know what i'm saying i don't even get it really yeah yeah it's like it's i don't so know how to go from caveman to that you right know what i mean exactly i don't I, that's what i was just getting at. like how the hell do you go from you know breaking rock to use a knife to that yeah to now we're, we, we not only do we get where we came from from a scientific standpoint it goes further than that. Now, uh-huh. now it's in the, like a quantum level. It's like, oh my gosh, man! Yeah, you're killing me with that. Yeah, I was listening to um, a, a Rogan podcast with um, oh shit, what was his name? Uh, Brian Wilson or Brian? Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah, yes, yeah. I love that one. That guy is amazing. Yeah. He's a he's isn't he a um, an astrophysicist. Yeah, yeah, he's a BBC guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a British astrophysicist. He's kind of like the Neil deGrasse Tyson of Great Britain. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he was talking about how, you know, for us to go and like travel to other anywhere out of our solar system doesn't it doesn't like Newtonian physics and and you know Einsteinian theories of relativity as we know the universe right now. There's just the math doesn't add up, so basically we ha- doesn't mean we can't. It just means it has to be a whole new paradigm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about you know the string. There's like the string theory idea, and that to be honest doesn't. It's very theoretical still. Like it's not. 
it's not they don't have a whole bunch of evidence yet you know what I mean yeah but whatever it is if there's even anything above and beyond that you know I think I'm sure there is (laughs) well one thing I realize is that this thing is never has never ending complexity yeah and the only way to really truly figure all that out is you know unfortunately is when we move on from this life yeah as we know it yeah, I mean, well, maybe, right? Oh, we would hope, right? I hope. I hope. Damn it, man. <laughs> I really Can you imagine hope. dying? And it's just like, they don't, you don't learn anything, man. They're like, we ain't telling you shit. You got to do it again, dude. It's oh, like, yeah. Come on, man. Give me a little something. I'll well, just give you a little peek behind the curtain, please. When it comes to that, it's got to be one of three things. It's either, okay, the the religious side of it is right, and that's what it is. Or it's that side of it where it's like, the multiverse side or you know you know a more universe side of it and then there's just it's just done in black (laughs) it's just over yeah well i mean there's so many there's so many different possibilities you know right but (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna stay on the side of an open mind on that one (laughs) yeah i'm not picking one of one or the other yeah, exactly. I mean, that's always my motto: is I know that I don't know. Right. You know, sometimes we can we can feel knowledgeable and maybe get confident in what we what we know. You know, maybe you have maybe you have a psychedelic experience, or you think I know all the answers, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, but then you have these moments. You go, I don't know shit. Yeah. I literally, what I think I know is just a like a drop in the ocean of what really there is yeah and it's good to know it's, to be honest with you it's it's good to have that you know it's good to yeah. feel that just you know what i don't know hell if i know we're, we're anything i say could just be total horseshit we're so small <laughs> yeah we're, we're a grain of sand floating around in this vast universe a grain of sand as big as the earth is it's just a grain of fucking sand in the grand scale of the universe yeah yeah, you're right. I mean, in the physical world, we're just... We're beyond microscopic. Yeah. But... So, to to sit there and uh, to pretend to have some kind of like... Oh, I know this for sure. I mean, come on. <laughs> Get out of here with that confidence. It's true, man. I, you're right. I mean, to, to for anyone to say they know... Um, Without a shadow of a doubt, they know. That just... Come on. You're killing me with that one. I always feel like it's it's like intellectually unintegritous to say I know. Well, what I mean by that is just yeah, just just for like statistically speaking. Come on, man, you gotta at least give me one percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I get it. There's ninety. There's things in my life where I feel ninety nine percent sure of, but I always have to leave one percent to say. At the end of the day, though, I could be wrong, yeah. and I'm okay. I'm open minded to that. Yeah. Honestly, please, I don't. I'm not. I'm. It's like don't be sold to your ideas. Be sold to the truth. You know, be committed to the truth, not what you believe. Right. That's the problem with belief, right? Belief can get you in trouble because you, you get more more committed to just being right than really yeah. what is. Yeah. You know, being open to what truly is. So I think when you have that mentality, it's like you can absorb 
you take on some really beautiful things. I mean, I don't, maybe this whole life is a big fucking mirage for all I know. I have no idea, but I just kind (laughs) of want to live my life based on what brings results. Yeah. Maybe we're plugged into a a computer system and as, as, as we're growing up, our life force is a battery for some fucking advanced AI. (laughs) You've been watching matrix lately? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you never know, right? Yeah, but whatever it is, I just want to live my life based on what brings me results, you know? At yeah. the end of the day, what makes me feel feel the best, or just at least the sensations that I just seem to find more agreeable than others, you know? Yeah. And then you, but then you, so there's that part of it, but then there is a part of it that's like, dude, come on. Some of this is just so, like what we're talking about with the earth. Gosh, man, it just seems like there's overwhelming evidence, even though I can't prove it. It's like overwhelming evidence that, you know, coming into nature is is beneficial to my well-being. Absolutely. I think you, you hit the nail on the head on that one. <laughs> did we come full circle or what? Oh, yeah, we did. Wow. <laughs> full circle, man. Episode two, rocking and rolling, man. It was fun. It was very fun. It was fun. I'll have to do this again. We're going to make another one in, in a week, right? Yeah, we're going to keep these rolling every week for sure. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. So we would like, I, it would be cool and, you know, soon it would be, be cool to be able to hook up on like Skype or something and chat with some of you guys out there. It would be fun to, to bring yeah. them in and we'll have to figure out the technology on it. But Great great week on Lords, by the way. There's a lot of good posts. Oh, yeah, man. Great posts. So. I'm really loving it, honestly. There's something there's something about this group that's really caught on over the last, um, I don't know, maybe just the last few months, but there's just like a, you know, like, you know, one post I'd like to comment on was like, remember when, you know, Wendy's post, Wendy's post about, um, you know, her ex coming back to get his stuff and, you know, just kind of give me a pep talk, guys. You know, and Wendy knew the answers already. She knew. You yeah. Know, it wasn't, but it was like, remind me, guys. That's what it was. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, dude. And when everyone showed up and everyone was there, like, supporting her, it was real, man. Everyone, it wasn't just bullshit. It wasn't just lip service that everyone was paying her. Yeah. And who cares about even the wisdom that we gave? Like I said, Wendy already knew it deep in her heart. But it was like this, it was... It was beyond the wisdom. It was the love that was felt, you know? Yeah, it was, it was a great example of a, somebody coming to a group of people, a community, and saying, look, I'm a little vulnerable right now. I just need, I need a little pick-me-up here, guys. Yeah, yeah. It was it's fucking, and everyone handled that like a rock stars, man. Yeah. It was really cool, man. And everyone in this group really stands up. And I think, I think the thing about this group, Lords of Consciousness, that is so cool is... It's, there's bonds there, like, there, it's, it's free-flowing, like, there's positivity, you know, and we, we, how do I say it, it's like, we're, even though we're not there physically, and we have never even met each other physically, you know, and I, I get that, and I get the inefficiency of that, or the, you know, the obviousness of it, uh-huh. but there, there is, I still feel like a warmth from these people, you know what I mean, from, yeah. from you guys out there. And you with me, I'm sure. And in this group especially, I think so many people feel safe. Safe. As they should. safe place. As you should, please. Hey, man, you can bear all here. No one's here to judge you. 
In yeah. fact, if you're here to judge, this ain't the group for you, you know? And honestly, just just please open up your hearts, man. Keep it coming. Because there's a lot of people that don't post, but that they just kind of stick around and they read things. And, you know, it's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I know. And I hope, I hope honestly, those who are still, like, shy to, to share themselves, um, you know, hey, this is, a, this is a place that you can try it, you know? Yeah. Maybe you've never really shown yourself to anyone in your entire fucking life. Or some honestly, there's a lot may, of people like that. Maybe you're maybe you you're you're good at drawing or you're good at painting, but you're too scared to show it anywhere else. Please show it to us. We will love it and we'll, we'll yeah. Admire even, it. even if it's horseshit, everyone will just love the effort. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it, even it's not a, even if it's not a Picasso, right? And I when I say horseshit, let me rephrase that. Horseshit meaning no, dude, you're not gonna you know no one's probably gonna be buying that piece, but it doesn't matter. Like yeah, that's not it's so beautiful. Like when when you see just. To someone's expression. I right. love it. I fucking love it. Post your pictures. Do whatever you can. And just trust me. There's people out there that love it, and I'm one of them. I know Clint's one of them. So just keep it coming. Keep oh, the yeah. content coming, man. Keep it coming. Yeah, it's cool. So keep it. It's, it's been. It's a good energy. So, um, Lord. By the way, Lord's gathering, <laughs> June nineteenth through the twenty first, and we're really hoping that you guys can make it out and. You know, I know it's a big, big sacrifice to come up with the change for that, for a flight. But I really think it's going to be an amazing weekend. So we really, uh, we could create something together. I think that it'd be really awesome. So yeah, we'll we'll do what we can. We're turning into pumpkins, <laughs> as Rogan says. All right, well, signing off. Love you guys. Love you guys. Keep it real.